but about two years ago, I was raped. There's a lot of anger. We're not being manly enough. There are two ideas about safe spaces. My understanding of the world changed. And I felt numb. Are you a man or a mouse? I was alone. I couldn't bring myself to say it. I was lost. All I wanted was to be able to share my experience, what was happening to me with someone. Hey, everyone, and welcome once again to Safe Places and Spaces for Men. This is your male survivor leadership development coach, Thomas Edward, coming to you from sunny Sacramento, California. And today is February 14th. So I actually just wanted to do a little shout out podcast today because today is Valentine's Day. So I want to say to all the male survivors out there, I just wanted to say, hey, happy Valentine's Day. And uh, it's like, oh, that sounds strange. I know, you know what? I've never done, <laughs> I've never done a Valentine's Day podcast. But you know, I was just thinking, I was just thinking about what this day represents for uh, a lot of people. And then I was just thinking about, uh, oftentimes, us as survivors, right? Uh, it's important for us to know one, of course, that that we're loved, just like everyone else. And sometimes maybe it's great to hear a, a voice that comes across and tells us and lets us know that we still have that importance in our life. And it doesn't matter what has happened to us. That's not what defines us. Um, but knowing that someone loves us lets us know that we have value and we have interest. Hey, you know, I want to give a shout out to my uh, peeps in Costa Rica. If you guys are listening, uh, this is what I want to say to you guys. I'm going to do it the best that I can. <laughs> my Spanish is kind of not that good. I'm trying to get better uh, at it. Nestor, I'm trying to get better at it, but Hey, I want to give a shout out to my Costa Rica guys. And uh, here's a. Uh, all right. So, mensajes a todos los sobrevivientes varones. Número uno. Yo le creo. Número dos. Nunca permita que nadie le diga que hay una manera correcta o una manera incorrecta de ser un sobreviviente. Número tres. No es lo que le pasó. Cuatro. Su voz es valiosa. Cinco. Espero que encuentre la paz. Y gracias por ser tan fuerte. Número 10. Te veo, te escucho, te creo, yo estoy contigo. Y número 7. Usted es querido. Sepa que siempre hay alguien. A quien le importa. So remember that. You're loved. And there's always someone who cares. All right. That's for my peeps out there in Costa Rica. So um, I did the best that I could. I know I need to I need to bone up on my Spanish a little bit. Uh, I'm hoping one day to get to Costa Rica. So we'll see how that goes. All right. So what I want to do is I just want to share uh, a few things and just kind of talk about this day. Now, for those of you that have been up to the website, you know, I have my little, um, well, I guess actually the YouTube videos that talk about how to, you know, survive the holidays as a survivor. And oftentimes we just think of, well, you know, like Thanksgiving 
and we think of Christmas. And yeah, those days oftentimes are days that either can be triggering for, you know, survivors of sexual abuse or times when we feel lonely. But, you know, even Valentine's Day, right? So everyone else is talking about love, but it's also important for us to know that we are loved just as much. And so that's the reason I just wanted to just kind of give you a, a shout out. And because really what it means is when we're talking about us as survivors, it just simply means that survival doesn't mean total freedom from pain. You know, I, I shared with you uh, guys this week, I had a chance to hang out with my friend, Dr. Uh, Dr. David Lysick. And oh, man, I love that guy. And uh, as he goes around, you know, the country, of course, working with survivors and, you know, um, doing different forensic stuff and um, testifying in cases and stuff on, you know, all the neurotrauma and stuff that's caused by by the actual sexual abuse. And so, you know, there I was I was hanging out with him and actually we were kind of doing um, he's working on another project uh, where he's, you know, recording um, different survivors and stuff. And so he he recorded me, and interviewed me. And I just remember, you know, sitting there. Okay. And so, you know, here I am these years later, 40 something years later, and, you know, just sitting there and sharing, you know, the experience and talking about these things, you know, just helps you to realize that survival doesn't mean freedom from pain. So it's not like, you know, oh yeah, it's just all gone. It never comes back again. Um, and the thing is, you really have no control over that, right? And so it could be the whiff of a scent or something that might cause a memory to come up for you. And there it is right there. Again, you've got to process, work through it, and deal with it. And as he and I were, were talking, uh, kind of just off the mic, and he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, people just don't understand oftentimes that this is just part of our history. And so it's a part, it's a part of you. Right. And so, um, you know, the pain, you may not have the pain today, but then there are some days when things come up for you and then there it is again and you have to process it. So that's the one thing, how, whatever is going on for you, you know, today, just want to let you know that survival doesn't mean freedom from pain. Because maybe you're still living with some of the PTSD and maybe not in the point of, you know, flashbacks, um, night terrors or those different type of things. But maybe like what we call complex post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, you're still having a, a hard time with those re relationships, right? Here it is, you know, Valentine's statement. Maybe well, that's an issue for you because of the sexual abuse. I remember David, he asked me, he's like, you know, out of all the things that you had to, to deal with, he's like, you know, what has the abuse had the most impact on in your life and I sat there for a while and I had to t to think about it for a while you know I was thinking wow that's a hard question because it's hit so many different areas of my life but I said you know uh, I think relationships is probably one of the areas that's been one of the greatest impacts for me you know I said you know times often when you go into isolation and you're isolating and and um and that's because you're still you know working through or dealing with the pain things are coming up for us uh, those that are doing the coaching program now, when we talked about the trauma brain, right? And then the trauma brain kind of gets looped into that isolation and it's hard to get out. And I think uh, one of the things that I just want to say is it's really important for us 
as survivors to make sure that we have support, the support that we need. You know, even if it's if it's just a, a email or, you know, oftentimes even when I'm working, you know, uh, with participants and stuff in, in the program and I'll even share with them, I say, you know what, if you don't feel like calling or whatever, that's OK, you know, but at least, you know, send me a text or something. And I said the whole idea of of sending that text is just knowing that there's someone on the other end that gets to see it. Right. Even if the text just says, man, today has just really been a difficult day for me. Sending that text just allows them to know that someone sees and that whatever it is that they're experiencing is being acknowledged. So what I want to say to you on this Valentine's Day, if that is for you. Send the text, send the email so that on the other end, someone gets to read it and see it and just acknowledge that you're there, that you're a person. And you know what? You can send me go send me a send me an email, right? Go up to the website, send me an email so I can just read it so I can acknowledge you that you're there and whatever that you're dealing with. Someone else on the other end knows about it. You know, when we think about also uh, Valentine's Day, we have to acknowledge, I'm going to say, at least for me, uh, acknowledge the triggers and then try to move forward as much as survive as possible. Because for survivors, when we're recovering, and like I said, it could be a lifelong thing from the abusive trauma. It's a gradual process. So many times when I'm working with survivors, they ask me, you know, so they'll come in there 40s 50s and they're just starting to actually work through uh, the issues of the trauma of the abuse or maybe they're just realizing it uh, because they've just noticed and they keep self-sabotaging themselves at work or whatever whatever area it's in and so they'll ask me they're like oh thomas come on how long do you think it's going to take me to actually get through this and oftentimes they don't like the the answer that I give that I give them. And I said, uh, well, I said, you know, it might be, you know, 40, 50 years. And they're like, what? And, uh, and I kind I kind of smile. I said, no, I said, here, here's the thing. I said, oftentimes we're looking for, you know, quick cures, you know, miracles, whatever to happen. I said, but the reality is, I said, from my years of experience in working with survivors, what have I what I've noticed is those that often do well are the ones that actually take their time and work through the issues. Now, you can work through them at your own pace. That's fine. Um, but don't try and go over it. Don't try and go under it. Don't try and go around it, but work through it because they're just different tools and things that you pick up along the way, different relationships that you even pick up along the way when you start working through. But the point is, just never give up. Just never give up, because you don't know what the next day is going to bring. So this is just what I want to say to you for um, Valentine's Day. This is, like I said, just a short, I just wanted to give you a shout out. I just want to let you know that I know that you're there. I know that you're out there. And I just want to let you know that I'm thinking about you. So I'm thinking about all the people who might possibly actually be listening to this Valentine's Day podcast right now. And in my mind, I'm, I'm just thinking about you wherever you are. I'm just thinking about you. And I'm just wanting you to know 
that there's someone who cares about you. So if today is a little bit difficult day for you, first of all, I just want you to, to surround yourself with support. If you can, seek out friends, seek out family, um, people who can make you feel validated um, and people who will encourage you to be who you are. If it's a little bit more serious for you, maybe you're still there then, you know, and you're experiencing some real, real deep, dark things, then, hey, I want you to call. I want you to call rain. Right. So I want you to call the National Sexual Assault Hotline. I want you to reach out to them at 800-656-4673. Okay, just, just, just do that, right? Just reach out so you can be heard, so you can be validated. So what I'm asking you to do today, no matter what other people might think, I'm asking you, at this time to put your own needs first. Or as they say, to put on your oxygen mask when you're on the airplane before you help others. Do whatever you need to do to help you to find that peace for you today. For you to realize that you have value. If you have to meditate, meditate a little bit. If you want to go out on a on the walk and just take some fresh breath of air, do that. Um, if you're like me and you want to just get on the pottery wheel and <laughs> make some pots, some poles, some, some mugs or, or whatever, do that. Read a book. All I'm asking you to do is just put your needs first today. And like I said, remember that someone who cares about you on this end. You know, every time I think about this and, you know, as I was talking with, with David this week and I said, oh, David, I just have in my mind I said, oh, I don't know. I really want to accomplish this. I'm like, I just want to have 10,000 10, male survivors at one place, one time. I saw they're all together. And I said, yeah, okay, I, I'll, I'll start. We'll start with uh, 100 first. But man, I would just love, I would love for us to be there, to be together, to just support each other as we continue to work through these things to create the camaraderie as brothers. Um, I've had a chance to do that with the coaching and stuff. And I like to say that, man, there's some awesome, awesome men out there. And I just want you to know that you're one of them. All right, guys, till our next time together.